0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am your host, Mike Malatesta. On this podcast, I dig in deep with every guest to get to the roots of their success, to discover not just how it happened, but why it matters. My mission is to expose the ideas and clues you need to inspire, activate, and maximize the greatness in you. Hey everybody! Welcome back to the How would It Happen podcast. I am so happy to have you here, as I am with every episode. And today I've got something a little bit special. It's an idea that comes from my book, Ownership: How Getting Selfish Got Me Unstuck. And I've been talking about this a lot with people on uh, their uh, other podcasts. Um, and it's it's and I, and at first I thought this is an idea. That really is just something that entrepreneurs deal with, but um, as people have been reading the book and giving me feedback, it's become more apparent to me that this this concept that I'm going to share with you today is something that isn't just unique to entrepreneurs. It's probably something that, or it seems like it's something that all of us have to deal with um, from, from or at one time or another. Um, I focused on entrepreneurs with the story in the book because that's what I am and that's what I think put me in the place that I'm going to talk about. But um, what's, it's, it's just been very interesting to me how sort of wide the, um, the, 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 uh, the appeal, I'll say, and understanding of this concept is. So um, hopefully no matter where you are <clears throat> in your uh, life or your career, uh, what I'm going to talk about today it will resonate with you. And the thing I'm going to talk about today, I call the Valley of Uncertainty. So, what is the Valley of Uncertainty? Um, and I'm going to take an entrepreneurial perspective on this because, again, that's where I come from. But, um, but you take yours because uh, I'm sure that you'll you'll, as I talk about it, things will come up, you know, in your own mind with your own experiences. So for me, the value of uncertainty is the place where an entrepreneur ends up when the weight of your responsibility, the weight of your confidence, the weight of the grind of being an entrepreneur, the weight of bad outcomes, and who knows what else gets so heavy that you become you, well, you become worn down and stuck. And You know, it's it's really a place where entrepreneurs go to expire or to give up or to slow down or to think about getting small again or to think that going forward is just too hard. You get into you get into you know being an entrepreneur with this big dream and you know the world is gonna be completely impacted by what you do, or you're gonna have all this freedom, or you're gonna make all kinds of money, or you're going to um, just have a great life. And sometimes that happens. It definitely can happen. It should be the reason you become an entrepreneur, but a lot of times things like the, the um, valley get a hold of you and uh, things, things change a bit. So what do you need to know about the valley? So the valley of uncertainty is deep and patient. It waits for you. Uh, it knows you're coming, right? That's the thing. It knows you're coming. And once it has you, it does not want to let you go. Does not want to let you go. Uh, and the Valley of Uncertainty loves long-term guests. It's like a long-term, you know, Airbnb rental. It really loves people uh, to stay for a long time. And it makes it hard for you to, to leave because the Valley of Uncertainty makes you feel comfortable um it lets you believe that it's not your fault that you're there uh, and it helps you look for someone or something to blame like for for why you why you're there it I like to say that it specializes in it's not your fault and it loves putting questions in your mind that you can't answer and it's a terrible feeling to have questions in your mind that you know you should be able to answer but that you can't answer. And the Valley loves to, to put those questions out there, um, but it doesn't love to give you the answers. So once you're there, it becomes kind of a, and this is gonna sound bad, but it, even though it's super uncomfortable, it becomes kind of a comfortable place to be because um, when you're expiring or when you're giving up or when you're doing all other kinds of things that you might do in the Valley, you um, aren't asking yourself, the right questions, and you're not looking for the right help. And the value isn't giving you any uh, direction. All it is, is keeping you stuck. Like I like to think that, you know, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we when, it, when a problem comes along, we just hit the gas and go faster and we end up like, you know, sort of whipping our way through the problem. Um, but over time, the tires get worn down, right? And the mud gets higher. And, you know, we try to we try to do what we've always done and we try to hit the gas and get through it and um instead of you know instead of making it through to the other side and being like oh, got it you get stuck you know and you're buried up to the up to the you know the doors of the car or the SUV or the truck or whatever you've got and and there's no there's no getting out of of that so um that's what the valley's like at the bottom you fall a long way and then you get stuck in that muck um, I dropped into my own Valley, um, when my partner Butch passed away, uh, about 11 years after we started the business. And he, uh, uh, he, he was burned badly in a fire and, and at our, one of our facilities and he died a few days later. And that came on the heels of s- several other things. We had a, <clears throat> we had, you know, um, we had, a, we had a team member named Billy who, who passed away in an accident at work we you know I'd been indicted and I had been convicted of crimes and and, and had to pay you know my my dues for that and and, and it was just and there, and there were a lot of other things and but there were also a lot of good things that were happening too I just ignored them because I was only focused on what I'm going to describe to you as as four fallacies uh, that led me into, into the valley, and there were probably more than four, but um, here are the top four fallacies that 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 I think dropped me into the into the valley. Maybe you can you can relate to these. The, the the first one is that was that I can handle anything. So I I had this belief system that I could outwork anyone, that I was exceptional, and not not in a conceited way, but in a natural way, like a confident way. You know, I'd proven that I I could get through a lot. Um, definitely a lot that other people couldn't get through, and I prided myself on on the on the fact that I could, or at least it looked like I could, and it felt like I could. And and I also I also thought that asking for help was like cheating. Like, you know, you go through school, and if you ask people for help on a test, that's cheating, you know, and you get in trouble. Um, so I just you know the combination of me being so focused on on, on being right and figuring out the answers. And also, um, with not getting help was definitely, um, uh, a fallacy of mine. And I call that my number one fallacy. Number two is, uh, I'm, I'm responsible for everything. And, uh, you know, I shared with you a few things I felt responsible for all of those. I was, I was definitely responsible for, um, for, for the indictment, but the, and I and I just felt like you know but with Butch and with Billy and with all the other things the, the the things that didn't go right in the in the business I was <clears throat> responsible for them and it you know now it occurs to me and this is how one of the ways I got out of the valley but it occurs to me that it, um, I, I can't be responsible for everything uh, I can have the responsibility for everything but I can't be responsible for everything it's just not possible and if you internalize you know being responsible or you confuse it being responsible with having the responsibility for uh, it it can really weigh heavily on you and that was certainly uh, a fallacy of mine number 3 is i didn't think my future could be any different than my past and you know why would it you know if these things are happening in the business and again focused on the negative things And, you know, I'm in this valley and I'm looking, I can't even see the future, let alone think about it. And, and, and even if I could, why would I think that it would be any different than what it had been or, you know, what my, what my past had been and what my present was and why would I want to put it in, you know, 10 or 11 more years or however many years it would take of that. You know, that's what I was, that's what I was telling myself. That's the fallacy that, that I had. I had no, I did not have a future that was brighter than my past. And the fourth fallacy was that, uh, I, you know, these, I, I had these invisible walls that I built around me and around the business. And I thought those walls would protect me. Um, <clears throat> and what I, what I mean by that is I, I, I just felt like, all I needed to do was focus myself inside of the business and everything outside of the walls of the business was something that I just didn't need and didn't have, didn't, uh, didn't need, didn't want, um, and wasn't willing to, to, to look for. And, uh, you know, I thought, I just thought that, you know, having those walls around me uh, protected me. Um, but they didn't protect me. And it's ironic because I, you know, I didn't, I didn't end up going to prison, but I sort of built my own prison with these walls around me. And I, I didn't know how to climb over them because they were very tall and I didn't know how to, you know, dig under them because they were very deep. Um, and so those, those were the four fallacies that, that, that dumped me into the, the valley of uncertainty, um you know, I can handle anything. I'm responsible for everything. My future, I don't have a future. I don't I certainly don't have a future that's better than my past and uh, my walls will, will protect me. Um, so that's how I got there. I, I hated being in the valley, but the valley did me a big favor. And on the next uh, solo episode next Friday, I'll talk about Uh, the favor that the valley did me and how I ended up getting started on my way out of there. And if you want to read more about this, you want to learn more about this, uh, pick up the book. You can get it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or wherever you uh, get your books. Uh, Ownership, How Getting Selfish Got Me Unstuck. So until the next solo, enjoy the Uh, guest episodes that are coming up, and I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, and thanks for subscribing and sharing. Thanks for listening to this episode of the How Did Happen podcast, where we believe that success doesn't happen unless you make it happen. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. And while you're there, please rate it and leave a comment as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the show, ideas for future guests, or whatever you'd like to share. And of course, you can always find me at MikeMalatesta.com. See you next time. Thanks again for listening to the How'd It Happen podcast.